Hello, and welcome to On a Mission Podcast, where we aim to inspire and educate through sharing stories and experiences in the real estate industry. It's hosted by Dina Frank, a licensed realtor in the state of Minnesota at Remax Results, a Good Life Group, and Kelly Tanky, a loan originator at Summit Mortgage Corporation, NMLS 1599804. We started this podcast so we could share real stories from real people on their experiences in the real estate industry and break down barriers. We hope that by sharing these stories and experiences, it helps you feel more confident and comfortable when it comes to buying or selling. If you find this information helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, enjoy. And now let's get to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of On a Mission Podcast. I'm Dina Frank. And I'm Kelly Tinky. And today we have a guest with us that we're super excited about. And we were we were chatting before we kind of got this started. Like, usually we're very prepared and try to provide our guests with, you know, information about the, what the episode <laughs> is going to be about. But this is just kind of going to be informal, fly by the seat of our pants. But you <laughs> seem calm, cool, and collected. And obviously you have a very specific, uh, business. So it's probably yeah. easy to know what the topic is going to be about. Right. Yes. So Kelly, yeah. do you want to introduce our guest? I would love to. So our guest today is Deidre Wigman and, uh, Deidre and I have never actually formally met in person, but her husband is an individual that I, went to college with. And then after graduation, I think I'm a, a year ahead of, um, of Andy. And so when, um, when we graduate, when I graduated and then Andy graduated, he found out I moved up here to the cities. He's big into boating and stuff out on Lake Minnetonka. So there were several times that I was out there boating with him and his friends. And then he met Deidre. <laughs> so wonderful. And you guys are going to see pictures on our social media of this beautiful human being. And her <laughs> interior design business is what we're focusing on today because we love having guests on. And, um, you know, we've had a lot of guests here on the podcast that have been very, very specific to purchasing a house, but there are, there's so many other things that go into the home too. And one of those is the interior design of it. And so we thought it would be amazing to have Deidre on and talk about herself, talk about her business and um, relate it to the parade of homes as well. And there's so many other ways to relate it too. So we're really excited to have you on Deidre. And um, as we noted before, we're going to start off with some rapid fire questions. You ready? I am so ready. I just let me start with, I love just laid back, fly by the seat of my pants. So this is perfect. Mm -hmm. Awesome. (laughs) And I'm on my third cup of coffee. So I'm ready to roll. You're just ready. I love it. We're like, let's go. Let's do this. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) All right. I'll start us off. Okay. Deidre, where are you from? Big Lake, Minnesota. Oh, nice. Small town. Yeah. Small town girl. Yes. Love (laughs) it. Love it. All right. What is your biggest accomplishment? Oh my gosh. Having kids. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, that is I a mean, big accomplishment. It is. Yes, it, it is. is. It's, it's having kids, raising kids. I mean, because that is first and foremost my my number one job in life, right? My number one mm-hmm. accomplishment is just to raise two beautiful human beings. So yeah, being a mom for sure. <laughs> awesome, love it. Uh, favorite restaurant. McCormick's in YZ. We go there nice. all the time. Yes. Yes. Oh, shout out to Great McCormick's. spot. That, that is our place. Yes. <laughs> Great That's spot. Awesome. Yep. All right. And similar to biggest accomplishment, but what's your proudest moment? Proudest moment. Oh my gosh. Um, I would say, and I'll talk a little bit about my story because I think that's important for the listeners to kind of understand my journey totally. coming, you know, yeah. now being an interior designer. But I would say I've always had um, a passion and creative outlet. Um, and so I actually started in wedding photography and I was like very proud of, of that. I, I did, I had a business for about six years um, and I just, I still remember shooting my first wedding. I was so nervous, um, but it went off beautifully. And so um, I would say that was one of my proudest moments because I can kind of translate that skill set right to what I do now. Um, And I feel like I can really accomplish anything because shooting a wedding for or photographing a wedding for the first time is really nerve wracking, right? Because yeah. <laughs> yes. and so I was really proud of that moment. I learned how to, you know, um, photograph all in manual, uh, my camera. And so that was just a really proud moment for me um, as a photographer when I did that back in the day. So that is yeah. awesome. I love, <laughs> love that. it. Yes. That's right. I completely forgot about that because I've been yeah. following you for a very, <laughs> very long time on social media. Um, and that is, that is something that's like a, a big recollection for me now. So yes. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Last rapid fire question. And it is this beach or mountains. Oh my gosh. That is a hard one. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say mountains though, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I particularly love Montana. We've gone out there a couple of times snowboarding. Um, and it's just so beautiful. We were actually, Andy and I were talking a couple of weeks ago and we're like, we need to make a trip and plan a trip out there next winter. So that's kind of been on my mind. So for sure mountains right now. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We, we specifically picked this one, um, as one of our rapid fire questions, because we know it's not an easy one. To it's so hard it yeah. is, because we've it is. done it. Yeah. Dina and I have done the back and forth where we're like, I don't know. I like mean, today, I really both... love the beach. Tomorrow, I really love. I, the <laughs> it, I, I think it depends. Yeah. I think it depends on like what season we're in here, and then it's like, yeah. what am yeah. I really like needing right now, right? But yeah. I love mm-hmm. it. Love it. And yeah. we have a lot of mountains people. Like I would yep. say, the majority of people pick mountains. So you're yeah. not alone. There's, yeah, there's just something so special about being in the mountains. Like you just oh, feel so disconnected from kind of the everyday life, and you just feel at peace, like more at peace. Like I just, there's something so beautiful about the mountains. So for sure, <laughs> that's a really good way to put it. And yeah. just tapping into like you know distant memories of being in Breckenridge or just oh, Colorado yes. in general. And it's like, that's, that's the feeling right there. Yep. That is it. <laughs> so yep, I, I can appreciate that. Yep. <laughs> cool. Well, that concludes our rapid fire questions, Deidre. So you made awesome. it through. Woo! I know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sweating yet. <laughs> No, we, we love having guests on here and our, our goal is really to 
um, anybody who's on get to know them and their business. And, you know, like, like Dina said, it's, it's your business. It's your, it's your like thing that you do. So it should be pretty easy to talk about. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, absolutely. Well, we do want you to have an opportunity on this platform to share a little bit about yourself. And we got a little insight into just how, like how you started off. Right. And Mm -hmm. that was with the wedding photography. And I'm sure it goes even beyond that, but just give us a little breakdown of like how you got into interior design and maybe just a little bit more background about yourself as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so I'll start with, um, when I was younger, cause that kind of taught, like, it'll kind of lead into interior design and what I do now. And it'll all kind of come like full circle. Yeah. So when I was a little girl, I always, I literally drew like floor plans of like my dream house, like dream houses. And I don't know if you ever did this when you were little, but I would literally get out like a big piece of paper and I would draw out floor plans of like my dream house. And um, I, and I don't even know if my parents still have it, like have those drawings, but I yeah. always like, I Love wanted it. to be an architect, like, which was super random. Like, um, as a little girl, I wanted to be an architect, but I, um, I was never good at geometry or math. And so <laughs> I'm like, you know what, like when I was a little girl, that was all like, so great. Like I wanted to do that. Um, but you know, I, I took a different path. And so, um, for me, um, I've always had that creative, um, side of me and it, and really it's just a creative heart, right? I just, um, I feel so, um, connected to creativity in a sense of like, I need to do it to fill my cup up. Right. Um, and so I've, um, I went to school, you know, I was, I'm a St. Thomas grad. Um, I went to school for marketing and entrepreneurship. Um, and I knew one day I wanted to, um, you know, own a business, whether it was a full-time or a side hustle. Right. And so just depending on what that was, you know, I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. My dad owned a business, um, with my uncle for over 25 years. And so I saw that growing up. And so that was always, um, I knew that's what I wanted to do. Um, and so I actually, I got into HR. So, and I still do that today. I actually consult, um, I'm an HR consultant, um, and it helps with just like the flexibility, um, with also doing my, um, my e-design business, which I'll talk about. Um, so anyway, so I've been in business, um, and then I started, wanting photography. I always loved photography. Um, and so I just, one day I was like, you know what, I want to try wedding photography. And I did, and I did that for six years. Um, and that's just like my personality and how I really, um, approach things. Like I want to learn something new. I want to, um, it just feels like it would be fun. <laughs> and so, um, love it. I mean, I probably shot over well over 30 weddings, 30 plus, probably wow. 30, 40 weddings over the course of six years. Um, and, and I, again, that was a side hustle, right? So I was still working full time doing my side hustle thing. Cause I just needed that creative outlet. Um, and then after six years, it just wasn't filling my cup up anymore. It just felt, um, I just wasn't connected to photography anymore. And so I just, um, and when I, and for me, it's always like, I always have the mantra, like if you're not having fun anymore, you need to make a change. And so, um, so I ended up just kind of phasing out of wedding photography and coincidentally at the same time, Andy and I bought our, um, first home together, um, after we got married. So it was two years, I think after we got married, 
Um, we lived in his house over in Mound. Um, and then we were like, okay, we, we should probably, we, first we need a bigger house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And two, you know, we want something that we buy together. Um, and so it, so everything kind of came together. It was, um, everything kind of lines up, right? Like the universe, the stars align. Um, and we ended up buying our, um, our fixer upper house, 1950s Rambler um, in Minnetonka. And so I think this will also be, um, I'll kind of talk about our process in getting the house because I think that'll be important for your viewers yeah. as well, kind of speaking yeah. to that real estate side of things. So prior to us closing on our house, we we started the, the house hunting process six months prior to that. So that was probably about, I think we've been in this house maybe five years in May. Wow. Um, and around that time, the housing market was super competitive. Um, and so we started the process six months earlier. Um, and it was, um, it was exhausting. We put before we actually got our house we're in today, six offers. And over the course of six months, and we when we started the process, you know, we were kind of, um, you know, putting up our wish list, right? Like, do we go after, do we look at new build? We know, we knew new build was not for us. Like, we just didn't want to be in a new build, um, new build community. Um, we wanted something more that was either a fixer upper or somewhere in between, um, or a flipped house, right? And so that was a huge, during that time, that's really when like the flippers were <laughs> running ragged, right? Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, and so we were actually, we were competing against flippers in offers. And so, but we were just like, we just want a house that we can flip ourselves yeah. and actually live in. Yeah. <laughs> <So> yep. <laughs> it was just a very emotional process. And the other side of it is like, you want to make sure that it's a good investment, right? And mm -hmm. so there's certain things that you might have to like on your wish list that you might have to kind of give up in order to have a better investment, right? And so, and we knew going into this, this, this wasn't going to be our dream house. It was going to be a step into our dream house. Like that's kind of the next step for us in the next couple of years is either, you know, building our dream house or whatever. Um, but we knew this was a solid investment. And so what was funny was, so around December, um, and this, I remember this about five years ago, December, um, I was like, Andy, it was after like our sixth offer got declined on a house. And I'm like, honey, like I need to take a break. Like I'm emotionally exhausted from this yeah. process. Um, yeah. cause it is, it's draining. You're competing against other people. Um, and one of the houses we put an offer in, I wrote a letter to the owner saying, you know, here's, you know, I want to raise my kids here. You know, this is where the Christmas tree is going to go. And like, I'm just like pouring my heart out into this letter I wrote to the owners and then the offer got declined. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm done. I'm, I'm yeah. lost. <laughs> um, and so, and so our realtors at the time, they were like, you know, we have this house um, in Minnetonka, you know, it's definitely a fixer upper. The price is right. Um, and to do, you know, remodeling, like where your price point is at, and then this is how much work it's probably going to need. And I was just like, Andy, you go look at it. Like, I'm just, I'm going to sit this one out. Like I'm, I'm max. So he actually went with our realtors to do a walkthrough and he came back and he's like, honey, we got to put an offer on this house. I'm like, I'm like, no, I haven't even seen it. Like, can we just like take a break, you know, for the holidays and then get back at it after the new year. And he's like, no, just trust me. Um, and so we, we ended up going, I mean, we were out for drinks or something and I was probably about, you know, three cocktails deep. And I said, okay, 
just put an offer in. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna leave it up to the universe. It's gonna happen. And so, um, so we put an offer in. I didn't even see the house until wow. we had an inspection. And so, and that was kind of our like our our you know kind of our state not saving grace, but if if we needed to pull out of the offer, yeah, yeah. you know, it would be contingent upon um upon a inspection. And so we ended up walking through the house. I mean, and you know, 1950s ramblers, right? Like oh, yeah. there's wall, there's walls everywhere. I'm like, don't yep. even get me started on the tile in like the bathroom, right? <laughs> um, and so, but but we ended up doing it. We took a chance, and I'm so glad we did. Um, when we closed in January of that year, um, it took us about four months to do the whole renovation. So, and we didn't live here. We Luckily, we kind of timed everything with our um, with our uh, house, um, Andy's house that he owned, um, and so we we put that on the market um, closer to when we were about to move, and so we only had like a two week time span um, in terms of when we finished up the renovations to move in the house, and so um, so anyway, so we finished in about four months um Andy managed the construction side of things so like the tile the the painter mm-hmm. the you know we had a um, general contractor um to do a lot of like the structural things but um I designed it from top to bottom I mean we tore our house down to the studs and we put we tore wow. down walls so it's all wow. open floor plan um so we did a lot of work um but on the flip side of that it was again it's a great investment and number two, you know, I got to put whatever I wanted in here, which was super fun yeah. and super cool. And so, um, so it's just been a really great house for us and a lot of memories tied to here because we, you know, both of our, our kiddos are here, you know, Theo mm-hmm. and Ren, obviously, you know, they, they love the house. And, and so it just has a lot, a lot of memories. Right. And so sure. when we do eventually move on to our next house, like it's going to break my heart a little bit. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you know, whenever that time mm-hmm. frame comes, but yeah, so that's just, again, um, a little bit about my <clears throat> background and kind of how, um, in terms of like the interior design piece with our house. And, and so through that renovation, through designing our whole house, that's really what sparked interior design for me. And I felt like that wow. fire again. Um, and so, um, so cool. Yeah. And so now it. I'm just doing, um, well, and we'll talk about my business a little bit, but that's how essentially I got into interior design as my creative outlet. Wow. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Because yeah, I had like so enthralled too. I was like, tell me more. Tell I know. Me more. It's such a good story. And I'm thinking like I had the opposite reaction. I'm like, I designed my house and I'm yeah. like, never again. I'm done. I, I had that experience. And from now on, I will be hiring somebody. So, yes. you know, everybody finds it, figures it out their own way. But I had the exact opposite reaction yes totally yeah Yeah. yeah. and yeah and it's it's overwhelming because you have to do things depending on you know what you're doing in the size of the project like you have to do things um pretty quickly right and so to have you know put all that together like yeah leave it to the professional because that's you know I love what I do right and interior design it's just it comes like second nature for me so definitely the investment is is so worth it (laughs) but I'm a little biased so yeah yeah. No, but I would well, say like from my experience, like it is because I was making so many decisions and then it's like one thing would be out of stock. So then I would have to like do something else. And then it's like, wait, does that go with this other thing? And yes, I think that's yeah. like the hardest 
thing is like, you don't realize like how everything plays together. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. that's what interior designers do so well. And like, you have so many resources of like, okay, is there a different supplier I can get it from? Or like, you know, can we pull something from another room to make it Mm -hmm. work? Like you guys do all of that. And I'm, I'm not good at that. That That's not my forte. (laughs) No. And I, I can definitely agree with you on that one, Dina. Like I am, Dina knows this. Um, my boyfriend and I are in the process of, uh, looking at homes and they're all, and it's, it's the 1950 ramblers here in Edina. That's it. And so I'm like, well, we, we could certainly do this, like complete reno of it or we could mm-hmm. try it. it's it's really we're kind of doing this back and forth so we might be reaching out yep. to you Deidre yes absolutely <laughs> I am here I am here <laughs> so it that's fascinating and yep. so I do just have um to piggyback off of that I want a little bit more clarification around like what <laughs> give our listeners a, a better sense of like, what exactly would your process look like? Mm-hmm. Say if somebody like myself, right, let's just take this as an example, right? We purchase a, a home and it is like, it's a dog property. Like it's got that yep. pink tile in the bathroom. <laughs> no, nothing's really been updated with it. And so then we hire somebody on like you. Mm-hmm. And then what does that process look like? from start to finish. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so I'll talk a little bit about my business and then, um, and go back to your example. So, um, so with my business, I focus on online interior design or most commonly known as e-design. And really that's like a simple economical virtual design service really offered to give you the opportunity to create a custom room or space in your home or entire home, right? Um, And so whether you're local to Minnesota or live across the country, eDesign works essentially wherever you call home and that's the beauty of it. Um, And especially in the last two years, everything now is all done online. And, And for me to offer my interior design services, regardless of where someone lives is, is awesome, right? Um, It's just a really great opportunity to, to work with an interior designer. Um, So essentially all communication is done, you know, via email and phone um, to to basically provide a design concept and a step-by-step plan for creating a professionally designed space that fits your fits your needs, um, your style and your budget. Right. Um, And then essentially with that design, you implement it on your own. So for example, Kelly, you were talking about, um, you know, you're looking at Rambler houses, right? And so Um, so if you were to partner with me and work with me on the interior design side, I mean, luckily we're local, right? So it's a little bit different, you know, where I could come in, you know, physically look at the space, you know, give you some options on, you know, especially with ramblers opening it up, right. From like a floor plan perspective. Um, so I'm more of like that visionary, like, you know, visionary in terms of space planning, floor planning, and then, you know, from the finishes to the design and all of that. And then Definitely. you would probably work with a general contractor to bring that vision yeah. to life, right? Yes. Um, yep. So really that's how um, how I operate. So essentially okay. I come up with that vision, that design all the way. So again, depending on the size of the project, so it could be a complete renovation um, or it could be, you know, I have this room in my house and I'm not really quite sure what to do with it. 
um, you know, top to bottom, I want Deidre, I want you to design this, right? And so picking out, you know, whether it needs paint, light fixtures, furniture. So for this room, maybe it's a maybe it's a bedroom. So bed, nightstand, dresser, all that kind of stuff, um, decor. Um, and then essentially, I present this design concept with a clickable shopping list of where the client can get and purchase all of so the, cool. the furniture, awesome. the decor, um, you know, the paint color selections, all of that, and they implement it on their own. Um, and so I'm really providing that design service, <laughs> and then they can implement the plan on their own, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. And so, um, so again, in that example, like for renovations, you know, you might need a little bit more, um, partnership on that design because it's a bigger project. But um, the great thing with with e-design is that um, depending on your design needs and your project, I can do small projects all the way up to large projects. So um, so for example, I worked on um, a client needed some um, advice and, and consultation on styling her mantle, right? And so I picked out all the selections oh. for that. I know it's like, you don't even think about that, but you know, that's yeah. really easy. You know, one of my, um, one of my options is like a quick, quick fix consult. So maybe you just need a few selections like on your mantle or in your entryway, yeah. um, all the Love way it. through one of my, my, actually one of my proudest projects I worked on, that I'm really super proud of is, um, a kitchen renovation. And so about a year and a half ago, I worked with a client actually out in Waconia. They were local, but I designed the entire kitchen, about 90% virtually. And so, um, and I only came on site to see the before and after. Um, wow. And so I provided, you know, the whole design of it. I literally sketched out the design. Um, I gave it to the general contractor. They got it rendered and then they implemented it. Um, and then I came back in to do photos of the after and that was it. And so when I worked with a client on selection cool. from you know, backsplash to light fixtures, to color the cabinets, um, all of that. So, um, so yeah, so, cool. so that is a high level in terms of what, you know, online interior design is um, and how I essentially show up um, in that space. So, so that's neat. so cool. And like, yeah. honestly, I wish we would have had this conversation a year ago because I would have hired you oh. for my kitchen renovation. Like, oh, I'm so I am just thinking about this, like, cause I'm just thinking about yeah. like what I went through. So when somebody comes to you, like, do you say, okay, I need a photo. Like I need a photo of every corner from the middle. Like, is there kind of instructions of like what you yeah. need? And then like, are they doing the measurements and it's like, okay, I'm trusting you on these measurements, right? Because not maybe yep. everybody knows how to measure a home. So is yes. it like a, here's, here's how I recommend to measure it. And this is kind of what I'm going to work off. So it's really important that these yep. are correct. Yes. Great question. So in that detail, so um, let's just go through a quick example, because I think that's, that'll be the best way to explain it. So a client comes to me and says, um, I need help designing my bedroom top to bottom. So that would be considered kind of premium e-design. Um, so I need everything from start to finish, top to bottom. Um, it's a blank slate, right? A, a blank canvas. So, um, so what I would need, I would, uh, um, we would have a, um, depending on, you know, the situation, we would either do a, a phone consultation, or we could jump on a zoom meeting, whatever works best for the client, but we always have an initial consultation. So I can really understand the scope of the project, what they're looking for, um, and all those details. And then from there, um, they are put into queue into a system called design files. And so that's kind of my back end design um, software. 
So everything is done through that. So, um, so then they would complete a um, questionnaire. So that's really about, okay, what's your budget? You know, what is your style? You know, what, where are some places you really like to shop for furniture and home decor? You know, what sort of color palette do you like? So I really get granular with those questions because that's important for me to understand what's their style and all of that. Um, and now within that questionnaire, they're, um, they have to upload measurements for the room. So I provide a guide for that on how to do it. It's pretty slick. Um, so then they take measurements of the room and then maybe they also, maybe I also have to provide window treatment options. And so I would want the size of the windows um, and all of that. And it's really easy because there's a guide in the questionnaire um, it, through, the, through the client portal um, that walks them through essentially how to measure, properly measure their space. Um, so they upload that. And then I also ask for um, any inspiration photos, um, as well as Pinterest boards. Pinterest boards yeah. are wonderful for inspiration, because that helps me really understand what their style is, because they could be saying one thing, but then uploading and saving pins that are a completely <laughs> different style. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like me. That sounds exactly like me. Yeah, I'm like, I yeah. love I yep. love an industrial modern look. And then I'm like, yeah. I love like a cottage craftsman style home. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's a problem. Yeah. It's, and Dina, you are not alone in that. You are not. So many of my <laughs> clients are like, I really like this, but then they upload or save photos that I'm just like, no, that's completely opposite, but that's okay. That's it helps the wrong style. Refine, yes. And that's, <laughs> it helps me refine really, you know, what do they really gravitate towards in terms of style and design, color palette and things like that. So, um, so it's really think of it as like a refinement process yeah. <laughs> going through that. Sounds, um, sounds so, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. once they complete that questionnaire, you know, add the measurements, they also upload photos of the space. Um, so then I can really accurately see um, what I'm working with. Um, and so once they complete that questionnaire with all the components, then I get to work on the design. Um, so again, depending on the size of the project and the design. So in this example, this is just, you know, one bedroom, right? Um, mm-hmm. Premium e-design probably need about two weeks to come up with the initial design concept. And then from there, um, you know, they react to it. Um, we do, um, so within the design files, so you have the design board, you have the clickable shopping list, so they can actually decline or accept different products that I recommend. And then they can add notes in the design, what they like, what they don't like, what they, you know, maybe want to change about it. Um, and then we kind of refine the design from there. And I really do for those type of situations, unlimited, um, unlimited um, uh, redesign or um, versions of that design, I should say. Um, so, so they really walk away with a plan and design concept that they really, really love. Um, and then from there, they can just implement it on their own um, at any time they want to. So if they want to take a little bit more time to implement it or if they want to do it right away, they can certainly do that. So again, they walk away with a design concept floor plan as well. Um, so then they properly know where to place the furniture. Um, it's a two scale floor plan designer notes and, and suggestions. And again, that clickable shopping list where they can go ahead and purchase all the furniture. So they kind of walk away with that whole complete package um, after um, after the initial design. So that's awesome. It's, it's yeah. really, it's, it's so cool. And I, I think 
just in seeing the um, the email or the newsletters that you send out, I'm like, okay, yes. I get the, sh the clickable, like shoppable links that you're talking about. Yep. She's got an amazing newsletter. I'm going to sign up out. for this newsletter. So, Thank yeah. you. Yes, yeah. Please yes. do. Yes. So uh, yeah. I, as you're talking through this, I can't help mm -hmm. but wonder when you have two people in the house that have different styles how does that go? Because I'm thinking like what I'm describing and what I like is different from even myself. And then if I try yeah. to bring in my husband, like this is honestly like it, it it's so frustrating because it's like yeah. he likes such a different style than what I like. And so it's like, but it kind of needs to meld and mesh. Like how yeah. do you yeah. conquer that? I know it's such a good question. And that kind of goes into my niche, right? And we'll talk, I know yes. we'll talk about that. Perfect. But it's so it's so funny um, when you talk about that because you're so right. Husbands are, <laughs> I will say, the most opinionated and they come out of left field. And you're like, yes. what just like what just happened here? You know, because I primarily work with um with women, right? In terms yeah. of design and, and that's really my niche and and um, my, my ideal customer. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but the husbands will always have, um, or significant other will always have an opinion on the design. Um, even though, you know, the, the, the women usually say, okay, this is fine. You know, this is what we're going to go with. <laughs> this is what we're going to go with. Yep. Um, but it's so interesting. And it, it, it always, um, it's always about one particular thing, right? It might not be about the whole design, in and of itself, but it's like one thing that just sticks out to them that they don't like. <laughs> um, and so I try to take that feedback and just in and kind of um, incorporate it because you're right, like with individuals that have two different styles and um, depending on how opinionated one of the <laughs> one of the couples is, right? Um, so it, yeah. it just depends on on that. And so when I provide the key indicator is really when I provide that first round of initial, you know, that initial design concept, then I can really refine it from there and get all the feedback from both, you know, if it if, if it's a couple, I can get, you know, feedback from both sides of things, right. Sure. Um, so that's really important. So I don't think there's like a really, you know, a really good formula for um, figuring out like how to kind of, you know, how to, how to design a space taking into account two different styles. Um, but I think after that first initial design concept, that will be a really key, indi key indicator of like, okay, this is directionally how we're going to refine this a little bit. Sure. So, yeah. Cause I mean, or, if I left it up to my husband, we would have like sports illustrated posters all over. Like that's, <laughs> we would have, like, we would literally every wall in our house would be a different color. If yes, I left it up to my yes, husband, he's like, I, I really want. He's like, I really want like a bright orange hallway. I'm like, what are you yep. even talking about? Like, <laughs> I know. Like, he's like, I, yeah, I worked in an office that had it and it just looked so cool. And I'm like, yeah, that yeah. was an office that had like a separate <laughs> stairwell. We live in a three level split where you can see the stairwell from every direction. That's not happening. Oh my gosh. You guys. I just, so I mean, it's I wild. Know. Yeah. Well, we luckily, luckily, Andy, he ended up building a shed bar um, a couple years ago out back. And it's literally a it. half shed, half outside bar. 
And that's where he sticks all the crap that I don't want to see in the house. Like that's his space to do whatever he wants. It looks like it's a his man bar. cave. Yeah, it's that's his man cave. Yeah. That's a great straight, idea. Yeah. It's like straight up like a um a bar that you would see in Wisconsin. Like I'm not kidding. <laughs> I can say oh that God. because I'm a, I'm a, my my husband's family is from Wisconsin. So yeah, you can say that <laughs> yeah. then. Yeah, yep. love it. Oh my gosh. No, I, and I'm getting a vision of, you know, at least three bars that probably like just nail it. That oh, like, yeah. that's, that's it. That's the vision I'm getting of yeah. Andy's man cave. Man, <laughs> mansion. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's a thing of beauty. It's a thing of beauty. Yeah. <laughs> love, love it. Oh, I love it. That's great. Yeah, I do. So I know that we uh, said that we were going to talk a little on um, trends that are happening. We've got parade of homes that are coming up, yep. but I do, I, I want to ask this question first before we dive into that. And it's, um, what is your thought about like interior designers in general? Like, are there different? Mm-hmm. Cause my guess it's, it's, probably the same as it is over on our end, right? Like Mm -hmm. there's a ton of real estate agents. There's a ton of mortgage lenders, but not all are created equally. Right. Um, and, and then there's, you know, like you've got your niche, but are there different, just in general, different interior designers and they're like, Mm -hmm. like that style, if you will. Right. Like there's luxury real estate, there's, you know, so just that's, that's kind of the concept I'm trying to get to here. So can you provide some insight on that? Yeah, absolutely. So yes, so I would say there's a wide variety of interior designers that focus on different niches, different styles. Um, Yeah, there's, you know, the luxury, more economical. um, And then there's like, you know, interior design, there's e-design, right? And so um, I would say in general, there's just a varying degree of interior designers. Okay. Um, and what I would say as I as I think about this question, um, and for your listeners, you know, I think generally when people think about interior design, it's gonna cost so much to invest in interior designer. And that's just not the case. Um, I would say yes, probably more on the like the luxury side of things, right? Sure. You know, yeah. of course. Um, but for me, what I offer is that economical, like, you know, design, yeah. you know, design service, right? And so, because um, I, I think it's so important that everyone should live in a home that they love. And then they walk into and yeah. just say, this, it just looks beautiful. It's my style. It, you know, yeah. it, you know, it's all the things. Um, and so I would say that, yes. Yeah, so in general, there's, there's a wide variety of interior designers, right? So there's more that focus on the luxury kind of high end. Um, there's ones that again, focus on kind of that middle space. Um, so very similar to, to real estate, right? Totally. Um, and even, yeah. you know, thinking about photography as well, when I was in wedding photography, there's a wide variety of, um, of photographer types, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it also depends on the style, right, of the interior designer. And so if you gravitate towards a certain style or like their work, um, not to say that they're going to replicate that every single time in terms, because they want to incorporate your style as well. But stylistically, you know, you gravitate towards one interior designer over the other. So that also adds in another layer um, as well. So yeah. Love yep, it. Thank you. That, yeah. It is, it is super helpful. And mm-hmm. I'm, I am certain it's helpful for 
our listeners as well. Sure. And yep. that there's, there is that one like component of what you were talking about with your business that is really sticking out. And that's that when you are going through, um, the consultation, right. The mm-hmm. initial consultation and they, they fill out the questionnaire. It's what's your budget. What yes. do you want yes. me to work yeah. within here? Like, because mm-hmm. that's super important and something that, you know, Dina and I do a good job with, with our clients is like, well, it's my job as a mortgage lender to figure out what is their financing, you know, like yeah. how, where are we going to fit you here? But what's your budget too? Like, yeah. what does your monthly budget mm-hmm. ideally look like? And let's try to stick around that. And then we back into what a purchase price is, right? So it's kind of similar with you. It's like, what's your budget? And then we back into like what the overall cost is going to look like. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think another, another thing too, with interior designers, um, you know, I think people, so like I said, like interior, like the first thing that people probably think of is like, oh gosh, that's a big investment interior designer. Not the case, right? I think that's a total myth, right? Yeah, I will raise my hand right now. Going at like going into this, our our recording, I was like, yes, it's it it's a cost, it right? But you know, it at the same time, it's like if you don't have the the creativeness in your own head. Mm-hmm. then you hire a professional, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, again, relating yep. it back here, like you, you are hiring professionals to help you with a service that you otherwise don't have knowledge and expertise yeah. in. So. Well, absolutely. Yeah. And you start sourcing some stuff and it's like, that takes a lot of time and a lot oh. of brain power. And so it's like, yep. that's where okay, is it worth your time to hand it over to somebody who they do this all the time and they know yeah. exactly what sources to go to based mm-hmm. on your budget. And then you just get this plan and it's like, boom, it's done. Like it's totally worth it. I think there is absolutely yes. value there. And I think some of these services that have sprouted up have really helped make interior designers more accessible. And then that opens yes. it up, right? Because it's like, I'm sure you have a lot of clients, they send you one room, then they send you another, then oh, they send yeah. you another, and they just keep getting a little bit bigger, right? It starts with yeah. the bedroom or an office, then it goes to the yep. kitchen, then it goes to the basement. It's like, and now you've designed their whole house. And it's like, but they did it kind of <laughs> one chunk at a time. Yeah. 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 It's, a, it's a snowball effect. And I think too, um, people like in general think like, oh, I only have like interior designers are only good for full renovations, right? And that's not the case either. Like I've worked on, um, you know, bedrooms. I've worked on, you know, a mantle, like I said, styling. Yeah. And so that's, and that's the beauty of e-design. It's like, it's really like, what's your project? How can, you know, cause I offer sort of standard packages, but then I also offer custom pack, you know, custom services like styling, paint selection. Oh my gosh. Don't even get me started on paint selection. Right. Um, and so let's say if you have an entire house and maybe you don't need help with, you know, um, like the furniture decor or anything, but you just need help picking up paint colors. I'm your gal. Right. And so I offer that type of service as well. So, um, and that's the beauty of it. Like we don't, you don't have to have a full renovation to hire an interior designer. You know, it just, if you want something small styled or, you know, what have you, like, I'm there too. So awesome. love it. Yes. That's really great. Well, okay. So I do, um, I do want to get your insight mm-hmm. too on just trends that you're seeing in real estate right now, 
or in in your world. And then Mm -hmm. um, if you've got a pulse, because we're going to like this upcoming episode, not this week, but next week, Mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about the parade of homes, I believe. Right, Dina? Yep. Yep. (laughs) Parade of homes next week. And um, just if you've got a pulse on that and what trends you're seeing in that realm too, we would just love to get your insight and share that with our listeners too. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so in terms of trends, um, so I'll preface with the fact that the last two years, I think have been a big um, indicator of what the designs will be for this year, right? Um, And that's from a functionality standpoint. So I'll kind of talk about it in two pieces, um, from a functionality standpoint, and then a design standpoint. So, um, so first off, let's just talk about functionality of a home, right? (laughs) So with the last two years, we're seeing obviously a shift in how people work, right? So working remotely or hybrid, um, and that's not going to change, right? So I have, as I mentioned, I'm an HR consultant. And so people are, are expecting to have a remote if they can, if their job allows it, a remote or hybrid opportunity or option, right? So to yeah. work from home and versus the office. And so um, home offices are so important these days um, where, you know, especially the last two years, we were sort of forced into creating a home office if you didn't have one, right? Because yeah. we just worked Amen. from home. Amen. Um, and, right? Yeah. And so really having a dedicated space where you can separate work and life, right? Because- in the last two years, again, we, there was just this blend of work and life, right? And so, um, which is great, but it's also very stressful. You need to have that separation of where you can just, you know, you have maybe a standalone office in your house or you're created a space within your home that's just just your office, right? Or your desk setup or computer setup. And so um, again, just having a dedicated space for work is important. So I think number one, from a functionality standpoint, home offices, right? And decked out home offices. Like I think there's just some really fun designs out there for home offices and and that's super fun. Um, The second thing is, is, um, and I don't know if you've seen this trend, but sport courts and exercise spaces. Yes. Um, yes. And I feel like it's, I I feel like especially in those states where we have four seasons and one of them is horrendous. I will say, I hate winter. (laughs) I am like this year has been one for the books with winter because it's been so cold. Like we can't get outside mm-hmm. with the kids. And so I am so jealous of those um, homeowners that have sport courts. Same. <laughs> yeah. Same. Like brilliant, brilliant. You have like a gym, you can just, you know, go over <laughs> it. And yeah, it's, it's great. So I would say for sure, sport courts and exercise spaces, I think we'll see more of that. Um, and especially in new builds, I've been seeing that, but even adding yeah. on to an existing yes. house, a sport court. Yeah. If it works um, from a functionality standpoint, um, I will also say, so that's kind of the second thing. Third thing is um, entertainment spaces. So this kind of goes with sort of sport courts and exercise spaces. I think we're going to see a dedicated space or room for entertainment, whether that's, you know, a movie room or, you know, pool and a bar setup area. Um, again, I think given the last two years, we've entertained a lot at home and now we're used to to it. We're kind of sort of these home bodies where we're doing everything in our house. Um, And so I think that'll be another important trend or trend that we'll see continue through this year. 
Um, and then with that, um, outdoor living, um, and I can kind of talk about what we did at our, our house as well. The last two years, we really upgraded, um, up leveled our, our outside with our patio. We added on a new deck, but I would say having an outdoor kind of living space, um, you know, outdoor living. So where you can entertain outside and all of that, um, will be important. Um, and then from a functionality standpoint, the last trend, I think, and again, I, we've seen this the last couple of years is open floor plans. I don't yeah. think that's going away. The, the times of yeah. like lots of walls and houses are done. <laughs> I yeah, I hope so. Get I rid of so it. Too. Seriously. I hope so I like, too. Yes, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so open floor plans for sure. And how do you, with an open floor plan, and we had to do this with our Rambler because we basically all of our first level is open, um, is how do you create spaces within the open floor plan so that, you know, a dedicated living room, a dedicated dining room, kitchen, and so forth. So I think that we'll, we'll continue to see that trend. Um, I think it's just going to be a staple like here on out. So, um, so yeah, so I would say from a functionality standpoint, um, those are kind of the trends to watch for sure. And then I'm kind of going into design, right? So, um, I would say there's sort of this, I'll start with kind of the, um, kind of color palettes. I think we will still continue and see more of kind of these neutral palettes layered yes. with, um, oh, which is so beautiful, just I light, bright, airy, um, but layered with rich textures, right? That comes through really on kind of the home decor. Um, mm-hmm. That way you're incorporating texture throughout the home. Um, that yeah. adds more of that depth because you can, when you get, when you have neutral palettes, you need to kind of break that up a little bit with, with adding textures um, throughout the house. Um, so mm-hmm. I would say for sure that is going to be a continued kind of design trend. Um, the yeah. next is. Sorry to interrupt real quick. I just want, yeah. can you talk a little bit about what you mean with textures? Cause yeah. like I get, like I can see in your background, I think it's um, so, some sort of woven yes. piece. Yes. Yes. And I think yes. of like that, but then I also see behind you too, like the different picture frames, right? But they're all yeah. universal. They're all universal, yeah. different pictures yes. within, but it's all, you know, the same. So you, there's different ways to create. Can you talk just a little bit more about yes. what that means? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, and actually this is going to be one of my um, design trends that I talked about. So have you obviously seen Rattan and Cane Furniture that, and and that it's so, oh, it's like my favorite. Like it's, it's Mm -hmm. so beautiful. It adds in, it's, it's typically neutral, right? Um, when we talk about kind of Rattan and Cane Furniture, um, but you can also add in different like woven accents throughout the house, right? Yeah. So, um, so I think that will, that is one way to add textures through furniture, specifically like with rattan and cane furniture, um, and add that warmth to it while still breaking up kind of the neutral, you know, the neutral palette. Also, um, woven, woven things, right? Like, um, wicker baskets is a huge thing. So, um, so, and they're great for storage. One back here. Oh my gosh. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I would say, um, so woven accents like wicker baskets are great. We actually, um, in our porch upstairs, we have a four season porch and it's very neutral. So lots of whites, and tans and beiges but I under our coffee table I have like these dark wicker baskets um, mm-hmm. that actually store all of our kiddos toys oh, oh nice. love it. yes love yeah, it. we gotta get creative but that helps break up the space 
um, what add in that texture um, through that. You can also do it through, you know, throw pillows, right? So you, there's a ton of different style throw pillows out there. You can still stick with the neutral palette, but you can get certain designs on, you know, the throw pillows um, as well yeah. as throw blankets are important. So there's a way to add texture through kind of those accents throughout your house. So those are just yeah. a couple examples. Love it. Love yeah. it. Thank you. Super yes, helpful. Absolutely. Um, I would also say um, another trend is white with black accents. Um, again, kind of yeah. paired with, um, you know, kind of the wood. So bringing in a lot mm -hmm. of those um, natural elements um, inside the home um, and natural texture. So things like, you know, if you have faux wood beams, right. With, yeah. sure, with like, yeah. um, your, your color palette is more like kind of on the, the white or beige side. And then maybe you add in black accents, right. Through yep. your, like I have pictures, right. My, my friend's pictures are black or yeah. you have furniture. Um, so there's ways to add in those black accents. I think it's just very classy, um, but still keeping it um, very casual as well. So yeah. um, so I think from a design perspective, that as well. Um, and then the last thing from a design perspective, I think we're going to see a lot of just simple modern design um, infused with um, one to two other complementary styles. So what I mean by that is, you know, what um, most common is like the modern farmhouse, right? So sure. that is infusing kind of two different styles that are very complementary to one another. I think we're mm -hmm. going to see that continue. Um, and I'm a huge fan of that. I love mixing styles um, when it makes sense. Um, yep. But you don't want to mix too many styles, right? Yes. So right. I always say, I always say stick to two. two, stick to two, stick to stick two, to two, three max, right? Because it can be. <laughs> I get a little unruly. And so, um, so for me, my style, I love kind of parts and pieces of boho style. Um, yes. so, I kind of, so I infuse that in just more of my home accents. So like throw pillows and, you know, wall hangings and, you know, the wovens yeah. and all that. Um, and so, but I like more of like kind of a modern base. Um, in terms sure. of that. So, um, so yeah, okay. so I think we'll continue to see that, but, um, but yeah, definitely stick to at least two, two styles. Two or love three, it. no more yeah. than that. Love <laughs> so, it. I love it. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So that's, that's what some... I would say. That's that's what I'm calling for for some of the trends. <laughs> it's so great to hear awesome. some of that in it. It really um it makes sense, right? For mm -hmm. for what I have been seeing, I I'm like, yep, that that trends, right? Yeah. <laughs> just go along yep. with like, that on. sounds that sounds right. Sounds that sounds right. right. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds yes. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I know, like, I know a lot of the um brokerages are gonna be hitting up parade of homes here soon. Um, yeah. you know, taking yep. a day or two with their teams to get out and just explore. And then, you know, the the big trend right now too, just for a lot of clients is like, well maybe we will consider purchasing a new build, you know, or just yeah. doing the build. Um, maybe yep. they don't, there isn't a spec home, but they're like, all right, we're willing to wait the time frame to, to get yep. uh, our dream home built for us. And yep. so you're going to see a lot of that stuff in each of those, um, those builds that the builders well, have. So, yeah. And I would say too, like, I think the parade of homes is such a good opportunity to get out there and see different styles. And so I would say for all of our listeners, like if you're planning to redecorate something, right. And like hire Deidre, like 
go out to creative homes and take photos of things that you like, right? Like that's such a great opportunity. Like, yeah, Pinterest is great. And like Instagram is great, but you know, parade of homes, especially if you're in Minnesota, like those are going to be trends in Minnesota that they're seeing. Right. And so it's going to feel a little bit more closer to home. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I am going to have to wrap up here soon, but I do want to ask one more question. Yeah, Very on on, um, par for me. So Deidre, um, because your business um, doesn't exclusively put you in a position of like solely here in Minnesota, you you've got this E the E concept, right? So what's the farthest, um, that you like farthest client that you've helped? Yeah. So, um, I would say Florida, um, Florida actually. Um, so I did one in Florida, Ohio, and then a couple projects here in Minnesota. So yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. And I love, so another style trend that I like absolutely love is coastal. Coastal modern is like, yes. (laughs) Oh, it's so beautiful. I'm like, okay. The Cape Cod style of house for me. It's like, that's that I want a Cape Cod's like exterior style of home and then do all of like, so yeah, I mean, beach or mountain, I really love the mountains, but stick me down in Florida gosh, right next to the, right next to the ocean. Yeah. Same, same. Yeah, absolutely. Love Love it. it. Dina, any, anything else that you want to ask? This has been phenomenal. I think, yeah, like I'm already like, we're going to have to have a part two and like have you as like a regular (laughs) guest because I I think it's it's such a fun thing to talk about. Like it's just great. So no, I don't have any questions right now, but I'm sure I'll be reaching out and hiring you soon. So I love it. Awesome. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Done. That's so great. Well, Deidre, again, thank you so much for taking time to hop on here and give um, background information about you and your business and what what makes you stand apart and giving that feedback on what trends are happening right now, because that is so cool. And um, I know that our listeners are going to absolutely just love this. So thank you so much for uh, joining and we hope you have a great rest of the day. Yeah, thank you both. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Well, thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in and um, keep an eye out for this episode dropping on Thursday. And until then, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to On a Mission, where our goal is to educate and inspire. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to us to help spread the message. It takes 30 seconds to rate and review, then share this episode with your friends. Let's spread the love. Until the next episode, cheers to your mission. Bye. Bye.